Hey guys, and welcome to a very special episode of the Mariah Podcast. I am Jay, your self-proclaimed diva, and I am here with Shady Baby, otherwise known as Chuck. Candy Chick, you can never be too sweet. Y'all, you are not ready for this episode. It is not like any other. We are interviewing someone who has painted and beat the faces of the rich and famous who has had their work appear on the covers of Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, and Allure magazines, and who has been doing this all for over 25 years while being friends with our queen, Mariah. The podcast would like to give a fabulous welcome to Mr. Christopher Buckle. Let's jump right into this without waiting, guys. I'm so excited. All right, so welcome. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate you coming. Thanks for having me. So I guess the first question we can start with is typical. When did you start doing makeup? When did you get interested in doing makeup? Was that something you've always liked from the beginning? I was always obsessed with transformation ever since I was a very young kid. And I was obsessed with mannequins and puppets and um, anything. Like when I was growing up in the 70s, there was TV shows with lots of puppets and, and things. And so I was just fascinated by it all. and then I kind of made myself a puppet. <laughs> so, um, in the 80s, I became a punk. And so I started transforming and pushing the limits of my own face and learning all of my lessons without even realizing it. And then I just gained the reputation of being a person who could paint a face. And then people started offering me jobs and it just snowballed. Like I, I never intended on being a makeup artist. I was an actor and a, a singer and you know, all of a sudden I was getting hired to do makeup. And then I just got these incredible opportunities from these very successful people. And so I just kept saying yes. And even though my nervous system was gagging, <laughs> I took the jobs and I got through it, you know? Was there somebody who inspired you like in the seventies and eighties, like an another makeup artist or, or somebody like that was famous? Well, my mother had a book by Way Bandy who was one of the very first makeup artist, like fashion makeup artists, because normally models did their own makeup um, for fashion. And he was like one of the first fashion makeup artists and he wrote a book. And um, my mother had that book and I was always looking at it. He like, he was really out there. He would use like a number two pencil <laughs> for eyebrows and things like that to shade them in. And so it just opened up my mind to realize that I could use, you know, different mediums and things and don't necessarily follow the rules. Of course, Kevin Kwan later on in the 90s was a huge inspiration because everything that he did is what inspired all of us makeup artists today. Um, Boy George was a huge inspiration just visually. I saw that a man could be pretty and um, it gave me a place. It gave me like a, a little niche in a way because I was always kind of a pretty boy. And um, Nina Hagen, who was the queen of punk, I loved her makeup. I just liked extreme, you know? It's funny that you said Boy George there, because I saw one of your creations that you did with Lucy Liu. It's spectacular. Oh, yes. Um, we did um, David Bowie, and we did Boy George, and we did Andy Warhol. <laughs> we did several that day. 
that was a busy day. But yes, um, you know, it's funny. I've never even done George's makeup, which has been discussed, you know, because I, we've got mutual friends and stuff, but um, it'll happen one day. Just got to keep saying yes. <laughs> Just keep saying yes. <laughs> now, when the million dollar question in all of this timeline, did and how did you meet Mariah Carey? Well, with Mariah, I, I was working as a fashion makeup artist. I had just, um, I, for like a year, I had done the cover of Italian Vogue with a, a whole slew of supermodels. I'd worked with all the supermodels, you know, Kate Moss, Shalom Harlow, Amber Valletta, Linda Evangelista, uh, you know, everyone, Claudia Schiffer. And so that was like my wheelhouse. But then I started seeing that celebrities were really making the covers of all of the magazines. It was starting mm -hmm. to shift. And mm -hmm. so I realized that instead of getting paid the measly 200 bucks that, or 150, if you, you know, doing a fashion magazine, um, you would be making much more money. And so as a businessman, it just made sense to start doing celebrities. And so I, I, there was a snobbery about doing celebrities in the fashion world, but I was just like, I'm in, I'm cool because I grew up performing. And so I felt like I had the personality that would be really good to work with um, entertainers. And Polly Mellon, who is a superstar um, art director, she worked with the Lore magazine. She worked with legendary, I mean, she's, I think she's 90 now or something, but. She's worked with everybody. She's legendary. And she saw my Italian Vogue cover and she wanted to work with me. And I hadn't been available. And she requested me for the Mariah Carey allure shoot to um, promote Butterfly. And so I got, I was available and I got hired. And so the night before the shoot, um, Mariah always uses her makeup artist, you know? And so there was a woman doing her makeup at the time. And so she said, look, you, I'll try him out the night before, but if I am not happy with it, then I'm gonna just have my girl do it the next day for the shoot. So I met her at her apartment and I did her makeup and she was happy. <laughs> I did the shoot the next day. And uh, then we did, I think an MTV shoot right after the same night. And it just kept going and going. I have two <clears throat> copies of that magazine downstairs. <laughs> oh my gosh. And actually the fun, uh, a not so fun fact, but the day of that shoot, you know, Mariah was famously a little late. And so we're all in the studio waiting and I'm anxious because, you know, it's a new person and I'm new in the business and everything. And the phone rang and it was Linda Wells from the editor in chief of Allure magazine. And I picked up and I, and I have done her makeup and I know her and I was just joking with her. I was like, hey, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. She goes, I need to speak to Polly. And I asked her a question. She goes, no, I need to speak to Polly right now, which was uncharacteristic of her to be so curt. And so I got Polly and she was speaking on the phone for a while. She hung up and she was like, everyone. She's very dramatic. She's like, everyone gather around, gather around. I've got some terrible news to share with you. And so we all gather around and she was like, this morning at whatever time she said, my good friend Gianni Versace was murdered on his steps of his home in Miami. And she explained the whole thing in a very dramatic way. 
And uh, it was the day that Gianni Versace was murdered. Oh, wow. I'm a Debbie Downer. Wah, wah, no. <laughs> well, there, wow. goes, there goes that moment. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, you got to have to go with the bad, eh? Do my eyes makeup was actually dying. You know, can't have it mm-hmm. at all. Exactly. Look, you know, it's life. It's all a cycle, huh? So, but it was ask. a good day <laughs> for me. <laughs> for you. I just, for me. I just, just thought of a question as you were telling that story. So, you're doing Mariah's make, like you're waiting for her to come, to arrive, or yes. even the night before going to her apartment. <clears throat> what is going through your mind? Like, I'm going to do Mariah Carey's makeup. Like, well, I was, you know, I have a great game face, you know, and this is the, before the days of Botox. So I really <laughs> had a good game face, you know, and I could, um, you know, I could step into, I could step into a room and be full of confidence, quote unquote but dying inside. Um, so the, what, she, what Mariah didn't even know until years later was that the afternoon that um, I had to, earlier before I had to do the tests with her, I had to have a tooth removed, pulled, and it wouldn't stop bleeding. And so I had a mouthful of bloody gauze in my mouth while I was doing her makeup. And so she probably thought I was so charming and quiet. <laughs> and the truth is I just was desperate to like not drool blood on her. <laughs> so it was stressful, you know, for that as well. But yes, I was nervous. And I, again, the night before I was waiting in the lobby for her to arrive. And um, so, yeah, it's always nerve wracking when you're working with someone new. That's a huge star, you know? And, and I've had to do that many times now since then, like walking up to Madonna's door and ringing the doorbell, like that's nerve wracking, you know? You're like, who am I? Why? Like, just casually walk up and ring the doorbell and, you know. Exactly, just the unknown of what's gonna happen when you walk through the, the door, you know? How do you think you developed that game face? I don't know what I would do in that situation. <clears throat> well, the thing is, is that I'm really good under pressure and in like a, an emergency, you know, like if somebody, lost an arm, I would immediately take off my belt and make a tourniquet and I would be like, everything is fine. Keep your face this way. Don't worry about it. Everything's under control. Like I just breathe through a moment and just do what's necessary um, because anything else is not an option. There, There's no option to freak out. There's no option to fan out. There's no other option other than to give this person what they're paying for and this, they're paying for an expert to get them ready. So that's what I do. I just act like a doctor, basically. You know, I'm just like a, a beauty doctor. <laughs> so you pretty much had the opposite of imposter syndrome in those moments. What's imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is when you are in a environment and you feel like you're not worthy to be there. For example, if you have just had a law degree and you're being a lawyer for the first time, you feel like, okay, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not meant to be here, but you actually are. Well, the thing is that I've learned through life that a lot of people that have titles and are even successful are not very good at what they do. So even if you don't have a title, you may very well be better than someone or more talented than someone that does. 
And if you got the job, it's your job. So bring it. Because you only, it, in this business, it's like, it's always that moment. It's just, you, you have an opportunity and you're in the middle of the opportunity and every choice you make, whether it's what you do or what you say, um, it has a, a, a reaction. It either perpetuates you forward or it puts a roadblock up or creates a fork in the road. So I just want to go forward. Okay. See, I'm learning from yeah. you right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning from you. I'm a, I, I know, a student. Why is it wisdom? I almost just want to be like, okay, no more questions, Chris. Just talk. Just talk to us. <laughs> Give us life. <laughs> well, I just watched so many. Like, I really am a spectator, and I do step back and I watch a lot. And I've seen, I, you know, there's no judgment on other people, but I do see other people make decisions that I wouldn't, I don't think are great decisions, and I wouldn't make. So I try to learn from that too. Like just remind myself like, oh, you know, keep yourself in check, you know? And also as a makeup artist, there's like no miracles. It's like you either do it and do it right or it's wrong. There's no like miracle once the flash bulbs go off that you're not gonna like suddenly something is gonna be better than what you did it as. So you have to really be meticulous and you've got to stick up for your art and for your work. And sometimes you need more time because you're working under conditions that are extreme and, and something isn't right. And it doesn't matter whether or not it's because your hand is shaking or because you're on a motorhome that's moving or whatever, it has to be right for the client. So you just have to not stop until it's right mm. and fight for it. It's interesting you say that. Has there ever been a look that you've done that you're not completely 100% confident about, but actually, you know, they've gone out to the event and they've been taking loads of photos of, and is it ever, for example, like turn out better than you actually expected it to be? Thank God, yes. Hmm. But I'm such a harsh critic of myself that um, it probably wasn't as bad as I thought it was to begin with. But um, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, thank God they got a good angle, you know, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, at this point in my career, I mean, I've had to work through such weird situations and put people's makeup on in 20 minutes in the dark, on a bus, hitting bumps um... and stuff. It's like, and it's like, you name it, I have done it. And you just do the, you know, you can't always do the absolute best job that you're capable of doing, but you are able to do the best job you're capable of doing under the circumstances in which you have to do it. So if you had to write a, uh, an essay and you had a week, well, you know what you can do as a writer, let's say. But if you have to do it in four hours, you have to make compromises, but you'll do the best that you possibly can within that time period. In that four hours, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Do you feel like technology now with photoshopping and everything has made your work a lot easier than back in the past? Or do you think like you're still gonna do exactly the same that you did before? Well, you know, when I started doing makeup, if, 
if there was something you wanted done, you had to do it. There was like Photoshop, there was no Photoshop. There was retouching, but it was very slight and minimal and only if absolutely necessary. Um, but, you know, like I would have to do body makeup from head to toe makeup on people. And um, I think that Photoshop and all the editing has made makeup artists lazy mm -hmm. and everyone just piles makeup on unnecessarily. Um, they put more on than what's necessary and then they just take it all away, you know, in post and clean it up. Mm. It also, I think that it's also creates an unrealistic expectation when everyone's images that they're showing are so incredibly edited. It's not like they're just getting rid of wrinkles or texture. They're literally recreating the work, the, the artwork itself. You know, they're editing the eyeliner and the brows and everything. So it just, it's no longer makeup art. It's, you know, digital art. <laughs> now, when you've been doing Mariah's makeup, and I'm, I'm just stepping back for a moment when you were saying before how you're a spectator and, and you, you look around and you see people um, making decisions or whatever that you necessarily wouldn't have yourself. Because you've become so close with Mariah, when you are doing her makeup, do you ever maybe I guess the word we give advice or anything. Is there anything that she's ever said like, oh, I think I'm going to do X. And you've been like, oh, I don't know if that's such a great idea or is that something you kind of separate yourself from? Um, I have a very open dialogue with Mariah and I, um, we talk, we communicate, you know, it's like, so we're kind of just like we're on a team, you know? So I, I give thoughts and ideas and stuff like that. And sometimes they're, you know, utilized or welcomed and other times they're just ignored, <laughs> but it's, um, but I, I most of the time speak up when I don't agree. Because a lot of times there's a lot of people around in show business, it's not just with Mariah, but in show business, there's everybody's like, you know, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. Oh my God, da, 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 da. And, you know, it's very easy to get kind of, um, bullied or tricked into like getting on the bandwagon with with a, a look or a concept or something and as her friend I see it happening and so and if I don't think that it's a good idea I'm like I don't know I think da -da 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 -da, you know and just because I and even if she does even if she loves the concept that everyone's loving I at least I'm giving her a door to step out of you know if she could always then be like, yeah, I think Christopher might be right. Or, but, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, because Mariah is very conscious of, uh, conscientious of people's feelings and she doesn't want to insult people or hurt their feelings or, so I try to just give her uh, an out. Well, on the flip side, have you ever experienced any clients that have been not so nice and been more difficult to deal with? Well, I think the easy answer is yes, but I also am smart enough to know that when I'm working with people, um, they're at their most vulnerable. These are women who um, are very well known and often known for their beauty. And they are out of the shower, soaking wet 
in a robe, no makeup, you know, in their home, they're like very vulnerable. And so there's a lot of stress in looking your best when you know that millions of people are gonna see you. So I know that a lot of times it's just anxiety within that person and it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with me. And so I actually ignore it. Instead of reacting, which I've watched a lot of people do, I watch other artists or stylists or hairdressers react and get defensive. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Because if you just pretend it's not happening, it isn't because it isn't really happening anyway. It's just somebody in their personal moment just being stressed with the, the task of having to look their absolute best every single time that they step out. Yeah, which must be exhausting. So. It's a tremendous responsibility and it's a very um, unfair kind of uh, position to be put in, you know? And also you're relying on other people to do it for you. So it's, that's stressful too. So if there's someone new doing your hair, someone new doing your makeup, it's you, you're tense. Because like you, you might understand like if you're going to something new, get your hair cut or your hair done, it's like you're tense because you're like, oh my God, I hope they don't screw me up. But it's 10 times worse because millions of people are gonna see. I get those nerves every time I go to somebody new for my eyebrows. I'm like, girl, you better. <laughs> you better not give me that Lucille ball. I get so nervous when they start going in with the tweezers real fast and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. But that's, it's that, that anxiety, you know? So yeah, I mean, there have been times where people have been snappy or, you know, whatever, but Mariah never, by the way. Mariah has, is so consistently gentle and kind. I've seen her be like with some real characters through the years doing her hair because it, you know I'm there so there's no makeup artist there so it's just me and a hairdresser or a stylist and it's like she always handles handles herself so well and is very gentle with people and so a lot of times I'm the person that's um interpreting the Mariah isms so she'll be like do you think we maybe should do this and they're like oh no 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 I'm like actually just do that because that's what she wants <laughs> <laughs> We could talk about it for an hour, but just get to it. Just do it the way she wants. <laughs> Which probably doesn't make me very popular within the hair community, but. It's so funny that like she'll, that you say she'll ask questions like that. Like, let's, do you think we should do it like this or whatever? Like, I just know, and maybe this is bad, but if I was at Mariah's level, I'd be like, okay, do my hair like this. This is how I want it. This is how you're going to do well, it. But it's really that she has that, she has that persona of like a diva, but she's so not. But she is. No, she she respects all artists, you know, and um, she has a respect for the process and she doesn't, you know, she knows that it's a, people are sensitive as artists, so she doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But um, no, Mariah is acting like a diva. She is not mm -hmm. a diva. Mariah, it's Mariah's finest joke is the fact that she made everyone believe that she's some kind of a diva because it is literally a comedy act. It's an act. Like she is totally, mm -hmm. she's like just putting, she's having fun. She's like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, you know, mm -hmm. she's just totally like taking the piss. She's playing her own I mean, game. I, like, yeah. I mean, I think she's a diva in the fact of like that I'm a gay man and I'm obsessed with her. Like you're a diva, like, you know what I mean? So to me, she's like, has always been everything. So that's how I look at 
idea of her being a diva, but as far as having that attitude, like it's, I've never seen it. I don't think it's ever even ever been captured on film anywhere, which is funny that people think she's like that, but it's never been seen. My favorite thing is um, if I'm in a car and I'm being driven by a driver and they start talking to me, which I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, so what do you do? And so I'm like, I do makeup. They're like, so you work with famous people? I'm like, yes. And then that's not good enough. Then they're like, well, who's the most famous person that you've ever worked with? And I said, well, it all depends on who you think is famous. I've worked with everybody. That's the quick answer. You name them, I've done their makeup. And then they're like, like who? So then I have to go through the short list. And then I'm like, this one, that one, this one, da, 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 Mariah Carey. And they're like, oh, I heard she's a bitch. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, and then they say, and I'm like, yeah, my friend said that their sister, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let me give you a little, little uh, story here. Your friend, sister, never met her. She never <laughs> met her. She's a liar. She's a fraud. No. I said, I've known this woman for over 25 years and I've never seen her be anything other than gracious and kind and patient and funny with people. You know, that's so interesting because as a lambs, we feel like we do that every day anyway. Like when anyone says anything negative about why we're always there to come to the defense. Right? Oh, yeah. Me too, because I'm just, I, you know what it is? It's just so easy for people to just be flippant and say things about people that are not true. And it does eventually, each one that you, that every time someone throws something out like that, it's like a brick. And then suddenly it starts building up. And then people start believing it. And it's just annoying because she's so much like, it's she's just not that at all, you know? It's just incorrect. I suppose you must get tired like saying it as well. More, the more and more people that say it to you about her. Oh, I'll say it until I'm blue yeah. in the face. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop trying to tell people the truth. But um, yeah, but I mean, every time that we're getting ready Every single time that I have been doing Mariah's makeup, no matter how stressful the moment is, we've got 20 minutes to get on stage in Vegas or whatever, in the most like crazy environment. And she's joking about the whole thing, you know? And she's just like laughing and she's like, this is so ridiculous. And, you know, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, please, you know, just sit still. She goes, you got this. She's like, Christopher, you've done this a million times. You got it. So it's just, you know, it's always fun. Do you feel like it's actually work when it's with your friend? No, but I don't, I don't feel like it's work, but I don't let myself not remember that it's work. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't get lazy, you know? I, I'm not just like cutting corners or anything. I'm always very on it and I'm very like, I'm just very, kind of controlling in a way maybe <laughs> I don't know but <laughs> I want her to be her best in everything you know so I'm just um yeah I mean it's it's always fun and the stressful moments and stuff but I um I'm always reminding myself like okay Christopher like get it done get it done right you know still a job you know now when you're when you're doing um obviously Mariah's makeup you guys are friends, joke around. She's very funny, as we all know. 
I want to know just as a sidestep here, because I also like this other person whose makeup you do a lot. How do you get through doing Kelly Ripa's makeup without laughing the entire time from start to finish? Because I just think she is one of the most funniest people ever. She is very funny. Um, we are very irreverent with each other and there's just no rules. We are just like, so, but we just have a great time. You know, it's like, at this point in my career, I work with people that I like, you know, and, and I'm lucky that I like the people I work with. Um, it's, it's, I, and I think that then as a makeup artist, you attract people that like what you do, but they also like your personality. So you do get along with the people that you work with. And so there is, there is like a flow of humor and stuff. Like even with Blake Lively, you know, it's like, we're just laughing and I don't know. It's just, it's always very pleasant, you know, but Kelly is a riot and I, I probably couldn't even like, I mean, we have done things that are just like <laughs> funny, but awful. <laughs> like on commercial shoots and stuff like that. Just like practical joke things. And we thought it was hilarious. I'm not telling you. <laughs> but next question. Okay. <laughs> so it's right. interesting that um, you said that you now can work with who you actually want to. Are there any, don't have to say the names obviously, people that you no longer work with because you don't like them? It's not that I don't like them. There are people that I say no to. It, I started a don't do list um, years ago. And it's just because, it's not that I don't like the people. It's just that um, I don't like how they make me feel. Okay. So I just think that as an artist, you've got to protect yourself. And it takes too long to undo a bad day as an artist. Right. it sticks with you and it gets in your psyche and it starts making you question yourself in an unhealthy way sometimes. So I just, just say no. I it's self-preservation. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I can't wait to have a don't do list in my life. <laughs> or yeah, don't it's be not, around them. It's, it's not like a maniacal thing. It's just like, you know, they don't even know that there's someone better for them out there yet. You know, I'm doing them a favor. Good way to think about it. Yeah. I, think as you, I think as you get older, because I'm of a certain age, and I think you get to a point where you start making a list where you're like, these are things I'm not doing anymore or <clears throat> things that I won't stand for anymore or things that I'm just going to say no to and not no because you want to be like, you know, mean or anything. It's just, you always, like I was so used when I was younger to being like, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I wanted to do that. Yes, I'll do this. And then it wasn't until recently where I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that. That. no I don't like being in that situation and I'm not going to be a part of it again not because it's bad of what they're doing it's just for me yeah I, I have had an experience where I was doing someone's makeup an actress and she got disrespectful with me and so I just I was reaching for her face and then I put my brush down and I just sat like stood there and she was like go ahead and I'm like no I can't and she's like, what, what's wrong? I said, I can't keep doing your makeup until you apologize to me or tell me that you're not gonna act like this anymore. Um, and she was like, you're kidding me, right? I said, I'm not kidding. And she was like, took a beat. And then she was like, 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm nervous, I'm this, I'm that, blah, blah, blah. And she started like spewing out stuff or whatever and she was apologetic and so I continued. But that only happened once and I think that because I called her out, she had respect for me, you know? Yes, you have to have, to have a lot of um, confidence and self-awareness in yourself to know what you're going to allow, what you're not going to allow in certain moments. Well, the thing is that as a, as a celebrity makeup artist, I work for myself. So I don't have a boss. Okay, so um, even though someone hires me to do their makeup, they're quite kind of my boss at the moment where I take direction from them, but I run my business. And I always remind myself, I can always leave. If anything is ever, I think that's what keeps me from getting too nervous to actually step forward and, and go on with like nerve wracking things is I always remind myself, I have the option to leave if it ever becomes too much for whatever reason. I remind myself of that all the time. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of dinner. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a kiss. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of making love. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of work, whatever it is, you have legs, get up, leave if you're not comfortable. You don't owe anybody an explanation. Bye. Feeling very empowered right now. I'm going to turn to my manager. <laughs> because we're always so concerned with being polite all the time and not, you know, not being awkward or whatever. But sometimes if someone's doing something that you're not happy with, you have to take yourself away. It doesn't happen much, but it's always important to remember. So now, is it safe to say that if we've seen <clears throat> Mariah in a big setting, like the Grammys or an award show, that you've done that makeup? No, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, it would be very safe to say that at this point, all of those big moments, I was there. That That's stretched awesome. to music videos as well. Yeah. So, my, yeah. My, my very first music video was the um, harp, uh, no, the Honey remix with Puffy and Mace. Oh, she looked stunning in that video. <laughs> no, we shot that in LA and I remember that I got booked for it and I was, it was my first video with her. And so I really pushed her to try something different because I don't like, I think it's important as an artist that you are not forgettable, you know, and anything, anything that we do, like you don't want to be forgettable. And so you have to kind of stand out. So I just wanted her to look different enough that it would be talked about. So I wanted to give her a little bit more of an edgy look and stuff. So I convinced her to do that black eye and um, she was a little resistant, but she ended up loving it. It looked amazing. I remember when that video came out and I watched the premiere of it on MTV. I was like, again, some from somebody who had watched every Mariah video from 1990 on to see that different look was like, I think I might've even shrieked, but it was just- Oh, I'm sure you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, Mariah's very sexy and she's very sensual. And I just didn't see it being represented in the early part of her career. And I know that she, I could see that she was craving it because that's who she is, you know? She is sexy. And so I just felt like it was time for the makeup to, you know, match up. On that, yeah. could you talk a little bit more about your process? Like, how do you go about like just seeing a face, 
Is there like a image in your mind that you try and portray onto that face or do you just see where it's going and then just go with it? Um, wow, well, you know, every face ha is centric in a certain way. So some people are lip centric where they've got a very large mouth, you know, and um, then there's people who have really large eyes and then, the, you know, there's, there's different kind of features on a face that, that stand out. With Mariah, I always felt like her eyes were so beautiful and like innocent and soulful that I just wanted to magnify them all the time. And I never wanted her lips to really be so important because I felt like what comes out of her mouth should be the most important thing. So I felt like, you know, yeah, I just always kept it on her eyes, you know, and try to keep it very like Disney, you know, Bambi, you know, princess kind of just those big eyes. Um, on other faces, there's, you know, I'm always a very structural person. I don't use a lot of color. So it's all about shading and, and structure. So um, it's all about just manipulating the bone structure of the face. But with Mariah, I know that I know why we're here. <laughs> um, it's, you know, when you're dealing with an icon, part of like I, I, early on, it was like a decision. I was like, you know, what, we're going to keep a certain theme, you know, it's going to be a theme, a color theme and a shape theme. And the textures can change to go with the times and with the trends. But overall, we'll keep the shapes and the and the colors kind of similar throughout because then it's consistency and continuity. And as a product, she is very easily identifiable. And when you go to a meet and greet with Mariah, you will see basically a magazine cover right there and you'll meet her and take a picture with her. And so it's like you, you are, all of your expectations are met, you know? So, and it's, uh, and it's consistent. It's, it's like Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse doesn't get a different paint job, you know? Santa <laughs> Claus doesn't change his, his look. It's funny that you say that about Mariah because I mean, I've never been fortunate enough to meet her. However, when I was at her charm bracelet tour in New Hampshire, I had front row and it was when she used to come down, you know, with the front row and walk by and touch everybody's hand and everything. And it didn't click when it was happening, but when it happened, I like literally didn't know what to do. And she walked straight up to me and held my hand. It was maybe three seconds, but it felt like 10 minutes. And after that, everybody was like, oh my God, what was it like? And I said, honestly, I was so caught off guard at how flawless her face was. Cause you know, like when you, when you see people even like on TV and, and then you see them up closer and you can tell like they have a lot of makeup on and they're covering stuff and you can tell like any, not, I don't want to say flaws cause nobody has like flaws. That's what they look like, but. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> and I just remember when I looked at her, literally her face was just so flawless. And, and she was really tall cause I'm only five, seven. I <laughs> felt like she was like six feet. So I just, I just, her makeup, you know, was, so good well thank you but that's that's literally my goal every time it's i, I know that mariah is always going to be happy with what i do but so often when i'm getting mariah ready i'm thinking of the lamps because 
when they meet her, I just know that what they're expecting. So, but yeah, I mean, it's like to, you know, for a concert that's two hours long and hot and costume changes and things going over the head, it's very difficult to keep somebody looking perfect, you know, but I really am on top of her. I'm in the wings. I mean, you see me come out on stage, you know, little moments with her and yes. stuff like that. But, but it's always, I'm on top of keeping her, I put it on a certain way and I maintain it a certain way. And so that right off the stage, we go into meet and greets and she's ready for pictures, you know? Just for a side note there, I love it when she brings a glam squad on stage and you run on and do the makeup and the fan. Oh yeah. Well, the fan, oh, you know. We the love fan the fan. Is, the new coming out. <laughs> I don't have one of those. Um, the the fan started years ago because we'd go to warm places, and I wasn't so interested in making her comfortable. I was more interested in keeping my work from melting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very selfish um, act, actually. But I would continuously fan her to like just keep her cool, so that the makeup would stay. So. Now, nice little tip you have there. If um, memory serves me, I hope I'm not wrong. If so, we're totally editing this out so I don't look stupid. But um, <laughs> I believe the things were sent in for Emmy nominations for Mariah's Christmas special. Oh yes, they were. Um, <laughs> um, the Emmy um, nominations have been sent in and I actually have always, always, always been envious of all of my clients that have won Emmys in particular, because I think the award is so beautiful. And I've seen a fellow makeup artist win um, Emmys. I just always wanted an Emmy and I just hope somehow that it will happen. But I guess people have to vote for me or vote for us, our team, you know? Well, it, her makeup was sickening on that Christmas That's special, like ridiculous. Thank you, you. Definitely, you definitely deserve it. And I'm surprised yeah. that you haven't been nominated before. Um, no, I've never won an award of any kind. So what? I just feel what? it would be really, really great. And I'd be so grateful to, to win something like that. But if it doesn't happen, then, you know, keep on rolling. Keep on painting. Oh gosh. Maybe another I'm time. Shocked. I know, me too. Yeah. I'm Years ago, there used to be things called the MVPA Awards, like the Video Music Production Awards. And I was nominated twice. I was nominated for Candyman with Christina Aguilera, and I was nominated for Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. And uh, I didn't win. <laughs> but how? You had the song of the decade there, and the Candyman was a hit. Is that the Grammys all over again? I don't know. It's just, you know... If you do what you do. Two of my favorite, again, I, we love Mariah, all of her looks, and obviously we know that you do amazing makeup, but I think two of my favorite eras of makeup for Mariah, for me, were glitter and the emancipation. Yeah. Um, those were both good ones. Glitter was a lot of fun. I mean, I that was the first movie I ever did. Um, it was, I did Glitter, Wise Girls, and Burlesque. <laughs> so, um, but it was a lot of fun and it was just exciting. And 
I remember Mariah telling me about the movie, like the story of it and everything a couple of years before. And it was like happening and stuff. So it was just, I'm glad that it's in, in now years later that it's like, you know, people are enjoying it and having fun with it. And it what got the respect then? it deserves. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's a great soundtrack. Yeah, it is. On the topic of music videos, um, television specials, what were some of your favourites? It could be Mariah, it could be Christine, it could be anybody. Like, What are some of your favourite music videos or any sort of video, visual medium that you've ever worked on that you can say were your favourites? Hmm. Well, you know, it's like I don't even remember most. I've done like 100 music videos, so I can't remember all of them. Um, but I... I I know that I see a lot of times I see the one certain ones and I'm just like very happy. I, I, feel, I don't feel like I've ever really been disappointed. I really did like um, GTFO. Those, those looks were stunning. You know, yeah. that's one of the last ones that are, oh, and also I, the one, oh gosh, I did a darker lip on her with you. Um, that one I liked, the looks in, I thought she looked pretty. Um, but yeah, I just, each video is like a little time capsule and it's like, you can't get too caught up in it. It's like, you have to just do what's right for that moment and then just cross your fingers. <laughs> I guess with videos, you don't also want to repeat looks as well. So if you do keep it yeah. all in one and you can just move on to the next one, something completely new. What's the one that we shot on the train and she's wearing all the bright colors? I no, no. A no, no. Um, that one was fun. And she was very like up for the task of wearing lots of color and, and stuff like that. Um, I probably only watched that video once though. So I don't remember if I loved how the makeup looked, but I think people liked different looks that I did on that one. Like the blue eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. You're like, no, I didn't. You matched dress. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the blue, the, it, the actual dress it was just blue. Yeah, I don't know. But I just, I, I enjoy <laughs> doing it. They're fun. And I just, I don't look at my work a lot, you know, like I don't keep looking at it and because it's just. Well, we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> that the video shoot for With You, we've talked about a lot on the yeah. podcast before. That scene where she's laying at the bottom of the steps and her hair is all fanned <laughs> out. out. That's how, when I die, I want to be laid out. Just like that. Oh. Well, we'll have to get you a wig because it doesn't seem like you've got enough to spread yeah, out no. right now. I'd have to, I have to get more to spread out. <laughs> um, that scene was really pretty. And, you know, I wanted the lid to be like wet, you know, because it, it just looked pretty in black and white to just give that like, that wet look and everything. So I just used black grease paint and uh, kept laying it on because it's like, whenever you do that greasy eye thing, it creases with the hot lights and everything. So it starts separating and creasing. So it's a pain in the ass, but um, it was well worth it, I think. And there's some beautiful photos from that shoot as well that Bill Boatman took. Now, awesome. do you use all your, your beauty lines for music videos or do you just, um get stuff that you know would work well, particularly isn't yours? I do use my makeup all the time, um, but I there are certain things that I don't have in my line that I'll, I'll need as a makeup artist. 
So like, for instance, I don't have a grease paint that I would need for to do a certain effect, um, certain lip colors and things like that, that I don't have in my line. Um, I, I don't have a rigid rule about it, but my foundations and my powder, um, that I, and of course, Bardot lipstick, which is Mariah's favorite one, uh, those are always in heavy rotation and always used on, on some level. And I also make makeup for Mariah specifically that I don't have in my line. That's awesome. So there's products that I've been making in my kitchen for 20 years that um, are not for sale. I just use them for her. Now I have to ask, cause I'm slightly obsessed with it every time I see it and I want it and I just don't know where I would get it. But in the Christmas special, when she's standing by the piano in that gold dress and that eyeshadow that matches, is that from your line? No, that um, the eyeshadow part of that look is from my line. It's from my pre premier palette. But what you're seeing that's razzle dazzling your, um, your gay self um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is probably the Swarovski crystals. I had um, gone, I had some concepts that I, that I had imagined before the, um, when I saw the dresses and everything. And so I had some ideas planned, but I went and I bought Swarovski crystals that were chocolate and amber and topaz and gold. And they were tiny. And then I, I ombre them across her eye. So I kind of did her, I did her makeup the way I normally would with all the browns and cocos, but then I, on the darker cocoa, I had the dark cocoa Swarovski crystals. And then the lighter, I did the more bronzy or topaz and I gradated them inward so that um, when the lights hit it, it was just a magical holiday oh, delight. That was so good. No, I can't get it unless I go. Well, you can. You can just buy the just buy those crystals and get some eyelash glue and a tweezer. But you know, the thing is, I I wanted to do that look so badly. I was looking forward to it, but then there was no time to do it. So I had to do that makeup in like fifteen minutes, and to glue that many stones on the eye in that short amount of time was quite a feat. Because those stones are tiny. That's impressive. I got it done. Wow. Could you guys imagine She's if professional. I just, Could you guys imagine if I told my husband like, hey, I need to go buy some Swarovski crystals because I gotta emulate Mariah's look. He'd like, that would be the end of it. <laughs> well, he better get used to it. <laughs> so what, talking about like the makeup and everything, what three tips would you have for a beginner? Um, three tips for a beginner to do makeup on other people? On their self? Um, um, make your eyes happy. Don't worry about what people think about what you're doing and how it's gonna be perceived. Do your makeup and leave the mirror when you're happy, no matter what that means. Um, don't get caught up with other makeup artists, rules, regulations, and, you know, and, whatever you want to call it, like just do, it's, it's all makeup is, is paint. Okay. So there's, if you look at, you know, there's oil paints, there's acrylic paints, there's watercolors, there's crayons and, 
and chalks and things like that. So basically it's all just paint. So just look at it as paint and don't be so concerned with what, what goes where, just get the effect that you want. And um, that, I mean, that's what I would tell people. And I always tell people that. And um, yeah, I mean, one product should be able to do three different things. One product shouldn't just do one thing. What's your favorite product? Quite a broad question, I know, but. Christopher Buckle, casting call, <laughs> setting powder. <laughs> and my, um, my bronzing powder, which is uh, exposure. Um, no, I, overall, I think that mascara is just one of those things that historically just makes a wonderful difference on people's faces. Mariah loves blush. So, you know, there's always plenty. <laughs> um, my favorite products, I, I mean, I don't get caught up with what's expensive and like high end or any of that stuff. I just pay attention to what works. And oftentimes I found that some, I found some like products that are very inexpensive and they work better than other expensive products. So it's just about educating yourself and, you know, start with the lower end stuff and work your way up because this way you're not starting breaking the bank, you know? I'm definitely going to be making a little trip to your website. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Amazon or yeah, go to Amazon, look up Christopher Buckle Beauty. But, um, but yeah, I mean like the foundation sticks, the triplicity foundation sticks are, are great and they last a long time and they're great for guys and girls. And um you know, that's, this is all the stuff I wear every day. So I would say, do you have anything in your line that like you can use under eyes for like brightening? Oh yeah. I've got, well, the triplicity is really great because you can use it. You can steer how much it covers. So you can use a little or a lot depending on what you want to cover. So you could use that around your eyes and on your entire complexion, but and a little bit goes a really long way. So just apply it with a brush and just buff it out. And you'd be amazed at how much it covers and there's like barely any product. So you don't mm -hmm. get the weight of product on your face. That's the thing. Cause I know for me, like I get very warm very easily. And there's been times that I've, I've gone to prides and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do my makeup. And an hour in, I'm just like, I look like a candle. I just like all melted. And I well, see the sure, <laughs> You got to make sure you set it with that casting call setting powder. And then you use power lock setting spray. Powerlock setting spray is what I developed it because I work on so many performers and long days, you know, we get ready at six in the morning and at two in the morning or three in the morning, we're like finished. So the, that spray really just locks everything on and keeps it from smudging or wearing down. I have one last question, no more question, but like a side note. Um, uh -huh. I saw an interview that you were on I think last year and interview said to you oh my gosh you're so nice right and your reaction to that was it's normal to be nice like if you're not nice and you're not normal so I just yeah. want to say that I learned that from you and now uh, I have a different expectation from other people because of that because it it's completely right like it's not normal not to be nice and like the world that we're in today it's um it's normal it, to not be nice than to be nice. Like being nice is something so far-fetched nowadays. So I gonna say thank you for that and my eyes opened. Well, thank you. And you know what, like life is difficult. It's not easy for anybody, 
no matter what it seems like exterior, you know, from the outside, life is difficult and challenging. And anybody that goes through life making the choice to not be nice is not intelligent. That's not an intelligent person. Stay away from them because you don't want dumb people around you. And so it's just a, it's just makes no sense for an intelligent person to go through life not being kind and gracious and loving. And so red flag, just run the other direction because they're just stupid. Oh, I literally like, I love your wisdom. You just have so much of it. <laughs> well, I'm older than you probably. So just it by comes a couple with of years. It comes with age. <laughs> Well, I dyed all my gray hair today. I just shaved mine off. Um, <laughs> but thank you so, so much for coming on and chatting with us and talking to us and telling us stories and telling us about your makeup line and tips and tricks. And we loved it all. Yay. Well, thank you for having me. And um, you guys keep doing what you're doing. And to all the lambs out there, I'm sending you love, hugs, kisses, and glamour, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're Thanks, welcome. Chris. Goodbye, yeah, and you're guys. always welcome to come back whenever you want. Okay. You got it. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Mariah Podcast. 